Are you putting in... Oh, it's not enough that I get stuck in the handcuffs. You want to add pressure to it. Okay. If you were on Dublin's Haypenny Bridge lately, declaring your undying love, you're probably going to want to turn yeah, off now. So most handcuffs, uh, they use a ratcheting system. So you put a, a very thin piece of metal over the ratchet mechanism. This is Sean, and we're at the Dublin Lockpicking Club. It's a group for people who like picking open difficult locks, like padlocks or handcuffs. Sean is doing a demonstration. He's locked a pair of handcuffs onto himself, and it's taking a while to get them off. Two hours later? Yeah. Don't joke, it was that long in Facebook. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, I was in Facebook's HQ, teaching them how to pick locks, and one of the guys in Facebook had a pair of handcuffs, exactly looking like this. And they thought it would be a fantastic idea to encourage me to lock myself through a chair. And, yeah, so I spent an hour and a half attached to a chair. Um, oh, great, you got it off. Yeah. Well, I've had enough. I've had an hour and a half of practice, at least, at, at Facebook. So, yeah. So there you go. The lockpickers gather around a table full of locks. And everyone chooses one and starts working away on opening it. This is kind of a tough lock. So many questions. Is it illegal? Are they criminals? But first, why do so many of the locks have names and initials on them? The locks you have in front of you were acquired from the Haypenny Bridge. Uh, they, they, fell off. they fell off conveniently into our hands. These are lovers' padlocks that were attached to the Haypenny Bridge by couples who then threw the keys into the Liffey. They're a demonstration that their love has locked them together forever. Look, look at this. It's got a, a heart M on it. You, it's like you've unlocked their love. What's that got on it? Slava and Janusz. Oh, they've been together since 1983. That's so sad. All these people thought that their love was locked to the Haven Bridge and now you've gone and... Yeah, well, it would have only lasted a month anyway because the Dublin City Council come around and remove them every month. So. The lockpickers got to the Haven Bridge before the council did and gathered a supply of padlocks to practice on. In some cases, it wasn't that hard to get the lock off the bridge. There are some people who have locked it... Locked it to the spike on the top <laughs> there's there's nothing stopping it so people have come past picked it up that's a kind of a commitment problem <laughs> Sebastian Himes and Keita Pellwormensel yeah your love has found its way to, <laughs> to the top who else have we got here Taylor and Nicholas yeah. well, that sounds that could have been lovely that relationship and now this is yeah destroyed this is destroyed what destroyed. have we got here Andre and Pedro, that, that cost about a euro, that looks. Probably, yeah. Uh, I'd say that was a one-night stand. What do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> That's a half an hour in a hotel, not even a one-night stand. <laughs> I got one open. <laughs> the table that the lockpickers are sitting around is in a room about 15 feet by nine. There are 16 people in the room this evening, some regulars and some newcomers. See here, this is cut open. You have all the little springs in there. The regulars are showing the newcomers how to pick and unlock simple padlocks using thin pieces of metal. The pins are pushed down into the right position. How are you getting on? Not well. <laughs> Did you get any of the pins up? Fail? No, I don't think so. I've been at this for a good um, ten minutes. So. Why did you decide to come along? I guess it's a useful skill to know. If you get locked out of your house, you know. To pick a lock, you put two thin pieces of metal into the part of the lock where the key goes. It's just a pick. So all you're doing is putting a little tension that you would as if you were turning the key and then the other one 
is used to push down the little pins. How are you getting on? Not, not well. They just keep popping back up, so... If you had a chance of getting into somebody's house, whose house would you try and get into? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Probably my own. I'd get locked out a lot. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> just forget my keys. Luckily, there's a way in through the window. <laughs> don't think start at the back and you pull out. You will eventually hit all the pins, and then it acts like a key. Okay. So, so the criminals use these? Criminals do not do this. Bike thieves, do they not do this? No. Two seconds with a bolt cutters is much easier than trying to pick it. Why would you spend weeks learning how to pick a lock and buying the tools and coming to a public meeting like this to learn how to do it? What we'll do is we'll go through some of the tools first. So when you start off lock picking, there's two different types of tools that you'll use. This is Martin. The first one is a hook. If the club so were a school for nefarious lockpickers, he'd be Fagan. He's one of the best three here. Five pins inside, and you push these up. Is it legal? Can you buy lockpicking gear? You can buy it in the UK. Have you ever been stopped with them? No. On the street? No. What would happen if you were? Not sure. You're not going to find one of our members at someone's door picking someone's front door. Unless it's a mate and he got locked out and you're Which helping happens, him. Yeah. yeah. What is there a lock here that nobody has been able to break into? See that uh, thing the guy's working on? He's pointing to a big dark grey lock, a monster lock. There's only two people who's ever picked that. One of them is an elderly gentleman. He just came in, said, Hi, I've been interested, I have my own picks. Lovely, sweet old guy. And he just went through almost every single lock like wildfire. He had to be a pro. No, I, I found this lock, and um, so it's kind of stuck on the chains. But the monster lock may have a challenger because Mick has arrived with a big rusty lock attached to an equally rusty chain. So the whole idea is to try and you know, remove the lock, obviously, you know, it's going to free up the chain. But is WD-40 not cheating? Uh, no, no, not when the lock is stuck, uh, okay. I think. <laughs> that's probably all that. The lockpicking group is part of TOG, a hackerspace group. Hackerspace is a place where like-minded people gather to share ideas, attend classes and make stuff. This group meets in an old factory unit that they restored, which is near St. Patrick's Cathedral. The kitchen was here as soon as we moved in, so we've got fridges with food, drinks, beer. There's 30-plus members and we all pay membership every, every month and that goes to rent electricity. Every second Tuesday in the Hackerspace, it's the lockpickers and every other Tuesday, it's the crafters. Mostly girls, admittedly, but we do have a lot of fellas. So I teach crochet classes in the hackerspace every once in a while and I've had as many fellas sign up to crochet classes. This is Trina. We have all sorts of crafters turn up. We have people who are interested in knitting, crochet, cross-stitch, e-textiles, which are quite interesting where you take a piece of fabric and you can embed LEDs in it and control them with conductive thread. That looks like an old-fashioned knitting machine. It is an old-fashioned knitting machine. We're hoping to bring it into the 21st century. Technically, this is an Empisal Knitmaster. We're going to connect it to a computer first. Then the internet is a kind of longer-term goal. But it's uh, it's quite soothing. See the way you can push the centre of the... Back inside around the lockpicker's table, Mick is not being soothed. He's still struggling with a rusty lock and chain. It just barely catches the little pins as they go up. And then what you're trying to do then is trying to... Mick worked for several years in France. Got it at the stereo table. I worked at an Irish bar. If I was Chinese, I would have worked at a restaurant. 
<laughs> and then he came home and worked in IT. Even though the money's not great, at least you're in the right sector, you know. I mean, it's going to, when somebody looks at your CV again, at least they'll see that you are working in IT. You know? Most of the people here work in IT. They do programming or IT security, protecting systems from hackers. Lockpicking has long been a part, well, kind of a side activity to computer hacking. People at conferences would have lots and pits, and that's how I became aware of lockpicking. And that's really? why they, I decided to try it. Everybody else is there with laptops and somebody comes along with a lock and a, a pick. At security conferences, yeah, pretty much. There's similarity in the fact you're using a, a system against itself. Like they're using the functionality that's already available to them to circumvent the defences. And similarly here, you're using the design of the lock to manipulate the pins manually yourself rather than actually having the key. Why don't you get bored? Once you've done one or two, why don't you get bored? Personally, I like to stay very focused on something very specific, especially if it involves my hands. It is kind of relaxing. Just small tasks that kind of require you to focus a little so you can't think about much else. So it kind of distracts you from other things. And then every now and again, you get this kind of success and the thing pops open feel good you get this little jolt of energy and that little thrill when you see the lock pop up it's so rewarding I don't necessarily have the patience to do it but I kind of stay for the social aspect like as you can see there's a room full of people talking so it's kind of like a lock picking circle mm, how's that going? not very well <laughs> Mick is not getting to do much chatting in the circle. I don't have much success with this. His rusty lock needs too much concentration. It's not giving up its secrets. As I said, it hasn't been opened in years. After about an hour and a half, the newcomers have all finished with their lock picking for the night. How did you guys get on? Good. I think. So how many locks did you open? I I don't know, five maybe. I mean, yeah, five, six, in fact. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, have you done it now, or will you come back? I might come back. I'll come back, yeah. Cool. You're feeling for all the pins. Yeah, I'm trying to understand what's in, what's going on inside the lock. Finally, Martin, the fagin of lock picking, decides to have a go at Mick's stubborn, rusty lock. And after a while of practicing lock picking, you kind of get a touch, like you get a certain feel for what's happening inside the lock when you are holding the tension wrench. Yeah, so you're listening sometimes. as well? Yes. Yep. So I should shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it should be alright. That's a leading registry on my What? Martin's determined he's not going to be beaten. But he is. That one would probably even be stiff for the key to open, I'd say. Mick's rusty lock and chain live to fight at the hackerspace until the following Tuesday week. So that could be the new super lock. That's what it is. The new king lock. I think I might move on to another lock.